It took two years, technically one year, 353 days, but as of today, this is the first month where my earnings match what my old corporate monthly salary was. It took almost two years of failure to have a month of success, because <laughs> who knows about next month? Let's just call that out right now. Have no idea what next month is gonna be. I may make $0 next month. Hello, and welcome to Talks with Sarah No Socks, a podcast about failure and how it's leading us to success. Each week, I sit down on Mondays and share my weekly failures with you. And I'm joined on Fridays with a special guest who's sharing their own story of failure and how that's led to their current success. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. Hi, hello, how are you? Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday, uh, let me look, December 8th when I'm recording this. So it's been a little bit, apologies. Uh, First of all, before we dive in today, thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in, listening, supporting the guests and all the work that they're doing, rating the show, just tuning in. I really appreciate it and I can't wait to bring you more episodes. If you are not familiar with the podcast, this episode might seem a little out of place, but if you've been following along on the story, maybe you saw this coming. I did not. What am I even talking about? So today's episode is all about how I, this month, am matching my previous corporate monthly rate, take home, salary, whatever you want to call it. Um... How did that happen? (laughs) Grab some popcorn, friends. Let's dive in. So I tweeted today. It took two years, technically one year, 353 days. But as of today, this is the first month where my earnings match what my old corporate monthly salary was. I never thought that it would happen. And I'm just getting started. So let's back up to October, just a couple months ago, almost exactly two months ago. I wrote a big blog post and I came on here and told all of you I failed. Again, if you are familiar with the show, you know failure is the theme here and I thrive on it. We learned so much from failure. And when I wrote this blog post on October 21st, linked in the show notes below, It was about the exhaustion I was undergoing, trying to become a full-time creator, trying to figure out my path in this freelance, entrepreneurial, bootstrapping, what am I? What am I doing? Am I an indie hacker? I don't think so. Am I a creator, kind of? Where do I fit? What's gonna happen? And I was really coming to a head at that point with things that I enjoy and I'm good at, but I wasn't making money at them. And then things that I was making money at and I enjoy, but I wasn't sure if that was the right space because I have gone through this process so many times over the last two years and I just didn't know. So as of October 21st, I said, I, I give up. I throw it in the towel. I'm just going to go back and get a full-time role. I'm going to look for something that is really, really 
important that it fits with me and the company and the things I'm going to be doing and allows me to be the weirdo that I am and do all the things, right? Because we all know I do all the things. I enjoy doing all the things. I'm left brain, right brain, creative, strategy, spreadsheets. I do it all. And everybody always told me that wasn't possible, (laughs) that you couldn't do it all. You had to pick one thing. Pick one thing, Sarah. And I can't. And if you've been listening to these solo episodes and following my story online on social media, you know I can't pick one thing. So I didn't. I didn't pick one thing. I picked one area. I picked community. And I went all in. And if you remember back from this blog post, I talked about the things that I was struggling with as a creator, right? And so the first thing was marketing. I suck at marketing. I don't like marketing. And everybody just tells you that everything is marketing and what you're doing is marketing. And somehow that just never sinks in. It doesn't ever feel like I'm marketing. But when I decided to go all in on community and seek out a community role, I thought, well, I'm not just going to sit around and wait until that comes in. I might as well put my skills to good use and, you know, try and pick up some consulting on the side. So I reached out to Circle the platform circle, circle app, circle.so, linked below, and asked about their expert program. And lo and behold, I'm a circle expert. Yay. Uh, Guess what, y'all, that's marketing. (laughs) They're marketing for me (laughs) Uh, because I was fortunate enough to be included in that program. There's my marketing platform. So I've been getting, you know, inquiries and meeting with clients and all these amazing people that want to bring these fantastic communities to life and doing work that I love, absolutely love. And that took care of my first problem with marketing. (laughs) It sounds ridiculous, but that's kind of what happened. The other thing that happened um, with marketing is I just started speaking more on Twitter about community stuff, right? So take the things that you're currently doing and just reuse that. So I'm meeting with people all the time and they ask me the same questions and get hung up on the same things when it comes to community. What's a community versus what's audience? What are the best strategies when you're building a community? How do you move your community from Facebook to Circle? How are you supposed to build in habits and routines that people like? How do you set up the structure? How about my webpage, right? Endless, endless opportunities for me to share, not just with that one person, right, but the overarching themes and what I know. And I'm not an expert, funny that I'm in the expert program, but I don't ever pretend to believe that, uh, you know, I'm an expert, expert. Maybe I should work on that self-talk. Okay, pause that for another episode. I do feel very comfortable and knowledgeable in the community space, and I'm learning right along all of everybody else, but I continue to learn from people who've been in this space much longer than I have and share that. So that's the second thing I did for marketing was just share that on Twitter, right? I have been asked to speak, so I take those opportunities, even when I feel like an imposter, even when I feel like what I'm saying is what everybody else is saying and why would my thought be any different? It is, friends. You have a unique perspective. So I just started speaking. So I start showing up and putting myself out there and just going for it, right? Like, here's the things I can do. Here's what I can offer. Here's what I've seen work. And the the issue with community is everything is experimentation. We don't really know. You have to understand, 
your community. You have to research the members and know your whys. And a lot of that is crossover from everything you've heard me talk about before, from my nursing career to having you know to listen to people and build empathy and research and putting all of the dots together to design with storytelling and you know what is it that you're trying to accomplish here and accessibility all of those things all translate into this kind of beautiful messy mixture that makes up me but is kind of ideal with what I'm offering right now and the the space that I'm sitting in so while I still don't love marketing it turns out I have figured out kind of something that works for me kudos to that I also just started like reaching out and telling people, right? I have been silent for a long time. I'm not great at accepting help ever. I love to help other people, but I just really am not one to accept gifts, to accept help, to... I just can't. It's a problem for me. But I changed that uh, over the last few months. And a little bit in the beginning of the fall, so I would say September timeframe, there were a couple exceptions spring summer but for the most part i was still really bad about sure yeah you can help me do this and i wasn't speaking up or reaching out when things were going awry so i started asking for help because i couldn't do it all and i asked people hey do you know anybody who's hiring hey this is what i'm looking for and you know what happened <laughs> i got flooded with you know well, what about this company or yeah this person needs help uh, it's a potential client. You know, all of these doors and windows and nooks and crannies flew open the minute I actually opened my mouth and said, I need help. Here's how you can assist me. Which I think is something a lot of times people shy away from. The other thing I think that goes along with the marketing piece is I was hard and fast on my website with putting up rates scaling it down to two things these are the two things I can offer you you can meet with me for an hour and it will cost you $200 I said you know I threw up the Calendly link so I don't have to think about it right invest in making things simpler for yourself I was doing everything the hard way and didn't want to spend money on myself that's included in this blog post too I've talked about it so I did I spent the money I paid for the Calendly account or whatever calendar service you want to use right but I invested in the upgraded Dropbox and all of these different things because that's what I had to do. And I got that money back almost instantaneously. So I think making it easy on your website for people to get in touch with you is really important. And guess what? I've never shared my email address. I don't share that. I don't want people just bombarding me. I want them to fill out the form. And that has done wonders for me because it helps me screen. It doesn't waste people who are reaching out their time any more than, you know, kind of a back and forth email situation. I have the basic information. I need to know whether or not I can assist them with what they're looking for and quickly move on. So I think putting your rates up, putting what you can and can't do, you know, you need to be flexible. And of course, within those I am, but it really helps people who are coming like, understand what I can and can't do and all of that matches you know with uh, the stuff that I have on the circle expert program and all the things so that's how I take care of marketing the other thing I was facing was isolation um, so the three faces right I talked about the three faces of isolation and uh, 
yeah, I, I mean, isolation is, <laughs> it's hard, right? And I don't think isolation has really been helped so much, but I think the physical isolation is a little bit better because the financial isolation has improved. And there's just no, I mean, if you've been listening, I've never been about the money. This was never about the money for me. The money is validation that I moved in the right direction, that the money was the result of me moving down the right path because I was moving down other paths before and things weren't aligning. I didn't feel right internally and the, the results of finances wasn't following. So those are the indicators that I knew to judge for myself if you know those paths were right or not. And so when I started to move down this community path, it just felt right, right? Like your instincts kick in, you go, oh yeah, this, this feels good. Like this is what we're supposed to be doing. And then the result is money and you know, happy clients and, uh, you know, a sense of ease and all of the things that we've been talking about. If you've been listening, if not, go check some of those out because this might be really fun to uh, hear what the culmination looks like after you go through all of this bullshit to get here. Uh, captive audience, turns out I have one, right? Because of the things I just talked about with the marketing. So, um, you know, working with community partners and reaching out to other folks in the community to help amplify my voice and the things that I'm saying and, you know, sharing this podcast and speaking to more amazing people and doing all of those things do help me build an audience. I've been slowly building it. I have no desire to have a huge audience. Um, you know, I'm more concerned with the the connections and how I can keep helping all of you and giving you the information that you're looking for. Um, but we know when I started out, I didn't have any audience at all. Like no social media presence aside from, you know, you're like friends online. <laughs> so I've worked at that. Money, uh, we talked about this a little bit, but let's dive into the meat of it and um, why today's tweet seems to have hit a nerve with so many people. So I know, I know it's the end of the year and a lot of people are talking about like, oh, I had the six figure year and, you know, very money focused. This tweet was literally so that it was a stamp in time and I would not forget the emotion and happiness and just sense of validation that all of these things coming to a head brought for me today. So I think that it's just ironic that there are a lot of like tweets about money and how money, whatever. That, that's not the point of the tweet. The point of the tweet was that it took almost two years of failure to have like a month of success because <laughs> who knows about next month let's just call that out right now have no idea what next month is going to be i may make zero dollars next month i don't think that's the case but it it could be you know i mean that's the freelance life right so um the point was just for me to document this moment in time for myself <laughs> funny i think the reason that this particular financial goal felt so rewarding is because of how many times I have been told that it can't be done, how many times I have thought this isn't going to work, how many times I've given up or, you know, hid away in a corner like, oh, well, this isn't for me. That this particular milestone was like, oh, 
oh, <laughs> it can happen and you don't have to kill yourself to get there. And I mean that facetiously. I mean, if you've been listening again, it hasn't been an easy road. There's been a lot of mental health issues, a lot of struggle, and it's not fun. I wouldn't recommend the course that I chose uh, for anyone, but it has taught me more about myself in two years than I could have ever thought possible. So I think it's not so much about the fact that I am repeating that income. It's the fact that I have built the lifestyle that brings me happiness, that I can experience the things I want to experience, that I can work when is ideal for me, that I'm respected for the weirdness that is me and all the eclectic skills and odd mix of things that I bring to the table. Those kinds of things are not, you know, directly correlated to the money, but the money equals out. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> you know, I mean, you just can't measure that financially, right? It's it's just interesting to think that I was miserable, miserable in corporate. I'm not even a ounce of the person I was two years ago. Completely different, so much happier, so much more at ease, and I'm making the same money. And to me, that's the real lesson, that it doesn't have to be hard. And I know I mentioned Kay a ton on this podcast. I've interviewed him. You should check out that episode. But Kay, he, I just have to shout out in his Supercharge Your Productivity, which is a healthy mix of existential questions and productivity. And I've taken that course twice. And it's been really pivotal in this growth because I was making it so hard on myself. I was doing all the things, not asking for help, spreading myself too thin, and just focusing on all the things that I wasn't accomplishing instead of focusing on the things that I was and focusing on time blocking and setting out the two hours in the morning that I want to read, starting my work day at nine instead of five when I woke up because, yeah, I'm an early riser, but there's lots of other things I wanted to get done. All of these little steps led to this month. That's really important that you take those little steps. So often we think that that's kind of just like bullshit, right? It's very woo-woo and, you know, look at your perfect day. But I am telling you, I am living proof that that is absolutely what I did. I time blocked my calendar to read, to walk my dog, to, you know, go on yoga, to only work four days a week. I don't work on Fridays still, folks. I put that in my email as well. It's written into my contract. I'm only available only, you know, certain hours. I don't work on Fridays. It can absolutely be done, but it's not easy. It is not linear. <laughs> it's very hard and requires a lot of support. And I cannot possibly name all of the people who have helped me get to where I am today. There's a lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay, after a little cry pause, <laughs> I just want to say I'm really grateful for all the support. I've had so many amazing people speak my names in rooms I'm not in. 
you know, come on the podcast, support the podcast, support all of the work that I'm doing, the shout outs on Twitter, the shout outs for the newsletter, which I know are not uh, back yet, maybe later, you know, giving me opportunities that I otherwise wouldn't have had, lifting me up on bad days, sending me text messages and DMs and letting me ugly cry over Zoom. I just think we don't share enough of the impact that these types of moments have for us. And the fact that it takes a village, right? Like, this is why I'm in community, because all of you, some of you are audience members, but a lot of you are in other communities with me. And you know, the connections you've helped make and the the bridges that you've helped form and the opportunities that have transpired. I'm grateful. So, as usual, if there's ever anything I can do for any of you, you know where to find me. I'm on Twitter. Send me a DM. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to help you in whatever way I can. Um, I do my best to support and uplift everybody because the pie just gets bigger, you know? So if I can help get you a slice, that's absolutely what I'm going to do. So there we have our update on what is happening, (laughs) how we're ending this year. I'm probably going to do another wrap-up episode uh, with my husband so he can reflect with me on what the last two years have been like. But I wanted to be sure to call it this particular moment in time as much for myself as for all of you who have been amazingly following along from the start. If you have a chance, I would go back and read that blog post. I'll drop it in the link below. It talks about kind of everything that I have gone through over the past 22 months. Now almost 20, well, it's 24 months. And all of the different experimentations I tried and the different things I learned and the long road that I took to get where I am. And maybe that'll help you understand how I ended up where I'm at. I still don't understand it completely, but a lot of it was leaning into intuition, saying no, understanding my own boundaries and thinking about what if it was easy because it can be. That's it for this week. No guest episode this week. That's why you're hearing this on Friday, even though I recorded it on Wednesday. Have an amazing interview, the last interview of this year to wrap up next week. So, so, so excited. And you know, I've gotten busy with clients and making money. The podcast is still coming. Don't worry. So I have to work out uh, planning for next year's guests. Probably, I think I'm going to cut back to two a month. We'll see. Uh, We'll see how time plays out for me. But uh, I kind of want to give a little bit more attention to the episodes and help promote it a little bit more. But let me know. Drop me a a note and let me know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and who you want me to chat with. I'm so grateful to all of you for continuing to tune in to these rambly, weird, bizarre episodes, but I appreciate it. And I hope this helps you. I hope if you're struggling, 
you hear that I have been struggling too, and sometimes it leads to success. My story won't be yours, but um, we're all here to help you. And if that means that you need to look for a full-time role, let me know. I am happy to help you look for a full-time role. There are amazing companies hiring right now across every size and shape, public, corporate, startup, private, indie, whatever. I uh, feel like I know people all in all of these different spaces and would love to support you in that way. All right, friends. So that's what's happening with me. I appreciate all of you. Keep tuning in. Let me know what you want to hear. Make it a great day. Don't forget to unplug on the weekends. I don't usually do Friday episodes. So I'm going to remind you, if you haven't seen my tweet, it's not healthy or sustainable to work 24-7. Take a deep breath, smile, and make a plan to get outside this weekend. Till next time. Bye.